Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. It's not being afraid to be the woman in my lineage that makes the difference for the women around me and then the little ones coming after me too. You are listening to Veggie Doctor Radio, and this is episode number 254B. Welcome to Veggie Doctor Radio. I am your host, Dr. Yami, board-certified pediatrician, certified lifestyle medicine physician, certified health and wellness coach, author, speaker, mother, wife, and human being. I passionately believe in the power of diet, habits, and mindset in sparking and sustaining well-being and joy in our lives. This podcast combines expert interviews and thoughtful monologues to explore plant-based nutrition, lifestyle medicine, parenting, mindset, and other exciting and fun topics. I hope that these episodes inspire you, uplift you, and equip you with the knowledge and tools to live your best life. Are you ready to get started? Let's do it. Hey, veggie lovers. Welcome back to another episode of Veggie Doctor Radio. Today, I have for you Anna Roden. So Anna is an author and nutritionist. Before I tell you more about her, I want to remind you that the information on this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. So it's not meant to replace careful evaluation and treatment by a healthcare professional. So if you have concerns about you or your child's any other family members eating nutrition or growth, please consult a health professional. Honor Roden is an author and dietitian for women who are experiencing feminine health issues such as menopause and menstrual cycle challenges. After reversing her health conditions holistically, her chronic stress, fatigue, hormone imbalance, she has been on a journey supporting ambitious women through rebalancing using whole foods and natural hormones. So in this episode, we talk about her vegan and plant-based journey. Talk about her experience as a woman of color living in Texas. Y'all, I grew up in Texas, so I admire anybody who can go vegan in Texas with all of the Texas food surrounding them. I asked her how she became a nutritionist and how she became interested in women's health. We talk about what her clients struggle with the most commonly, what steps people can take if they're facing problems with their hormones, 
And of course, we talk about what she wishes more people knew and her, her morning routine. So it's a nice little short episode. I think you'll enjoy it. Thank you once again for being here week after week. If you're new, welcome. I hope that you love Veggie Doctor Radio and you stay a while and explore all the other episodes. Share those that you think might help others. I appreciate you so much. Have a very fantastic day after you listen to this episode with Anna Roden. Anna Roden, welcome to Veggie Doctor Radio. Thank you so much. Well, it's such a pleasure to talk to a fellow Texan, so this should be fun. But before we get started into the specific work that you do with your clients, let's uh, hear about your vegan and plant-based journey. How did you get to where you are? Yes, yes. So in about 2017, I started to feel off. I like to say that I knew I was not sick per se, but something was off. I just didn't feel like myself. I was losing my motivation. My energy levels were low and I was starting to have aches and pains. Um, At the same time, my mom's health was chronically just declining due to early onset dementia. So I'm looking at the woman that I love and admire. Her health is declining early. I'm not feeling like myself. I'm in my late 20s and I wanted to understand and what was going on with my body. Um, so I started to read everything that I could get my hands on just about women's health. And I understood that it was my hormones due to my diet and my gut health. Um, so I immediately just went cold turkey and made the transition from being a carnivore to being plant-based. And within about 21 days, I saw a drastic change in how I felt And at the time, I was a hair loss specialist. And so I started to give the same advice to the women that I was seeing in my practice. And they would see changes in their health as well in as little as two weeks, three weeks, aches, pains that they've had for years. So I knew that there was more um, to the lifestyle. And so I just dedicated my life to being plant-based and understanding how it could drastically change your health. And I haven't looked back. Wow. That was a pretty dramatic change for you. Before you started learning about it, had you heard about eating a plant-based diet or being a vegan? Had you even come across any of those concepts? Yes. So my sister-in-law is plant-based. And so she was my first introduction to a woman of color that was plant-based and fully living the lifestyle. So I would go over, she would cook me things. I would taste her food. She would introduce me to things and it was amazing. So I knew that it could be done. It was just a matter of learning how to prepare the foods and acclimate myself with the diet. Yeah. What do you think was the biggest hurdle for you in the transition? The information to transform um, what to eat, right? You grow up eating certain foods. That's what you're used to eating, used to cooking. So now what do I eat and how do I maintain a healthy diet? Am I getting enough protein? Am I getting enough micronutrients, my macros, right? Um, How to eat, what to eat, where to buy it, how to prepare it, how to make it taste good. So making that transition um, in the kitchen, I think, was the biggest change for me. Yeah. And you live in Texas, which I grew up in Texas. So I feel like I can say this. Texas is not the most vegan friendly place culturally. (laughs) And then you're also a woman of color. So tell me how the culture around you, not just the environment that you're in, right? Like the physical environment of Texas and the way Texas is, but also your culture and your ethnic background. How has that influenced your transition into a plant-based diet? 
That is a great question, right? A mouthful. You are right. Texas is big on barbecue. Everything is barbecued or deep fried, right? So we have the Texas culture where everything is beef and pork. And then for me, culturally, as a Southern woman of color, everything is deep fried and full of sugar. Um, So for me, it has been not being afraid to step out on my own and be that change maker in my family. You know what I mean? Um, In my friends, in my circle. So not being afraid to be different. I do have to make changes. I do have to make preparations when I think about traveling or when I think about a family gathering. It's not as easy as, say, like a California where everywhere there's a vegan restaurant. So I have to be mindful of that. But it's not being afraid to be the woman in my lineage that makes the difference for the women around me and the little ones coming after me, too. That's so beautiful. Not being afraid to be the woman in your lineage that makes a difference for everyone around you. That takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of bravery. Have you been able to influence the rest of your family members, your mother, anybody else? Because it sounds like you had another family member, your sister-in-law, right? Did it trickle yeah. down to anybody else? Yeah. So my sister, well, first my husband's vegan. He does not eat meat. Um, so that was big. A lot of women asked me like, do you force him? And I didn't, we made the decision and the transition together. And then my sister is on her transition journey as well. She has a six year old son. So he's open to different foods. And then my brother has three girls, 14, six, and five. And they love Antiana's food. They love my veggies. They love my berries. They may not always know what they're eating, but they're so excited to see me coming. And so for me, I am laying a foundation for them to potentially eat different later in life with foods that they may not have been introduced to anywhere else. So um, I don't mind being that fun aunt that's a little eccentric, that's changing their mindset, right? Because I understand the impact that it will have. My mom has transitioned. Um, but my family knows that I'm the one to come to if they have a health question or a health concern pertaining to their diet. So for me, that's a start. Yeah, that's a big deal. And I love that. I wish I would have been exposed to more of the foundational concepts of good nutrition when I was a child. I was a child of the 80s. So I grew up with, you know, you just need to count your calories and eat low fat And um, I remember being really confused because I had been trying to lose weight since I was like eight years old. And um, I remember being very uh, confused about slim fast shakes. I thought that Mm -hmm. the slim fast shake was supposed to be like almost like a supplement that helped you burn fat. I didn't know you were actually supposed to replace a meal with it. So I was like eating the meals and the slim fast shakes. Anyway, I have so many stories of childhood dieting, but if I could have just had somebody that understood like, yeah, just eat more fruits and vegetables and eat your whole plant foods and move your body and be joyful. I think that could have totally changed the trajectory of my life. So kudos to you for being that aunt that's not afraid to do that, but in a positive way for, for your nieces and nephews. I love that. That's beautiful. Thank you. I want to go back a little bit just because I'm curious. You mentioned that you were a hair loss specialist. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Like what what brought you to that career? And when you started talking to the women that you were working with about that, did you feel like it was helping them in their overall health as well? Yeah, sure. So I'm a 
was a third generation hairstylist. My grandmother came from the deep south. She came from sharecropping, moved to Texas, opened a hair salon as a way to provide for her entire family. She had eight brothers and sisters. Um, so she passed that family business down to my aunts and uncles. I went to cosmetology school in high school to continue the family business. Um, Move fast forward in my career really quickly. My mentor ended up being the hairstylist to Michelle Obama, Johnny Wright. And he introduced me to high-end hair pieces for women who had chronic hair loss. So 80, 90% due to medical alopecia, cancer, different issues. So in my mind, I just love what I'm doing. I want to provide these beautiful hair pieces. But I started to see women who had hair loss like I had never seen before underneath their wigs. And it bothered me to just provide them with a hairpiece, but not be able to explain to them why they lost their hair or what was really going on, or to be able to tell them whether they'd be able to grow their hair back. Um, so I took a trichology class, which is the study of medical hair loss. And that's where I really started to deep dive into just the overall connection between your body and your body processes. And now for a very important message. Hey mama, if you are feeling frustrated about mealtime battles, worried that your child isn't eating enough or eating enough vegetables, afraid that your child is going to get some awful deficiency or disease because of the lack of diversity in their diet, I wrote a book that might be for you. A Parent's Guide to Intuitive Eating, How to Raise Kids Who Love to Eat Healthy is available in paperback, ebook, and audiobook through all major online booksellers. Did you know that most children are born with the innate ability to eat the appropriate amount of food to satisfy their hunger and support appropriate growth? Despite this, parents are still anxious and confused about how much and what to feed their children. In addition, many children are labeled as picky eaters or develop behaviors such as hiding and sneaking food. There's also a growing epidemic of dieting behaviors and eating disorders beginning at alarmingly young ages. In my book, you'll learn the five pillars of healthy eating, how to apply intuitive eating through all the stages of development, lifestyle habits that support healthy eating and body image, troubleshooting and problem solving for picky eaters, overeating and dieting behaviors, how to create and foster a healthy body image in your children, how exploring your own body image and relationship with food will help raise an intuitive eater and what foods to offer your child at different stages of development. A Parent's Guide to Intuitive Eating, How to Raise Kids Who Love to Eat Healthy, available in paperback, ebook, and audiobook through all major online booksellers. Are you ready for a fresh approach to feeding your child? For more information, visit dryami.com forward slash book. And now back to the episode. So what's going on medically, how it affects your hair, what it has to do with your gut, your hormones, your neurotransmitters. And that segued me into nutrition because that was the foundation of it all. Um, so I did have women who had chronic hair loss and had seen a number of different physicians who could not tell them why they lost their hair and they lost hope. So something as simple as you either have too much of something in your blood or not enough of something in your system. So it could be a high blood pressure medication that's causing you to lose your hair, or it could be um, low vitamin B that's causing you, like they never heard that. So 
being able to take that information, deep dive a little bit, have a different conversation with their doctor to see them come back in a month and say, oh, my God, I would not have known to ask that question or I never would have looked into my prescription like that for me was life changing because. Something as simple as a conversation, information, education about nutrition, um, I saw that it was having an impact on them and their lives. And so, yes, what started out as a very cosmetic conversation quickly took a turn. And that for me was I was so I completely did a career change um, because I saw the impact that I could have. And I saw the need specifically for women of color who needed the information. Gosh, that that's so powerful because hair loss is such an emotional thing, especially for for people that identify as women, because it, it's like, a, and especially for women of color too, because it's so important culturally and, you know, something that we just spend a lot of time on. And so that has a big emotional impact and to not have this knowledge and information that leads people to feel empowered. You know, you were giving them that. So that's just amazing. And I think it's amazing how often people don't realize the power of nutrition. They don't know that nutrition can have such a big impact on so many different parts of their body and their mind. But I like how you brought up this concept of balance. I think balance is so important because when we talk about hormones, people are always talking about, oh, this is too high or, you know, this is too low. But when it comes to hormones, it's about being balanced. You never want any one hormone to be too high or too low. You want them to be in balance. So let's uh, transition a little bit to that and let's talk about hormones and what are the other problems that you help your clients with? What are they coming with you? What are their struggles that you're working with them on? So a lot of my clients have issues with their cycles, menstrual cycles, either heavy, painful cycles, or they have very challenging menopausal symptoms, right? So they're on that journey. They're on that spectrum from perimenopause to menopause. They're in that season making that transition, and that can have a range of symptoms. But you absolutely hit the nail on the head. It all goes back to the root cause of our hormones being balanced. So I help my clients, whether they're in their early 20s, late 30s, 30s, 50s, dealing with hot flashes and hair loss, right? What hormone is it that's imbalanced, specifically the estrogen-progesterone relationship? And then where do we need to start? Um, so is it in your gut health and you're not absorbing your new, your food, so you're not able to manufacture the nutrients that you need? Or um, is it something where you're low in progesterone because you have very high estrogen? So I help my clients navigate their symptoms of perimenopause and and menopause through understanding their diet and their hormones. And that's typically the root cause for every single woman that I see. Mm -hmm. And are most of your clients coming to you from a standard American diet? And are they adopting a more whole food plant-based diet? Or what are you seeing in terms of dietary changes? And what kind of results do your clients have? Yeah, most of them are standard American diet, right? That's all that we know in Western civilization. That's all that we know in America, as you mentioned, especially in Texas, especially in the South, heavy on fried foods, heavy on fast foods, heavy on convenience, right? Um, so what's already pre-prepared, frozen. And so they're typically not in a place where they're already transitioning to a plant-based or whole foods diet because they don't know what to eat and they don't know how to cook it. And everybody's afraid 
of not having enough protein in their diet. So they're kind of in this freeze mode. So I help them transition to what to eat, what to buy, where to buy it, how to prepare it, how to season it, how to make it taste good. Um, So they're in a place where they're eating the standard American diet. They want to transition and genuinely don't know how and don't know where to start. So I help them make that transition. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I love it. What are some simple ways that you help them do that? Especially if someone's coming in, they don't know anything about plant-based nutrition. Where can they start? Absolutely. I provide meal plans. Um, I like to say that I have meal plans that have food that is good for you. It tastes good and it's easy to prepare. So I like to just blow past all the myths of it's expensive, it's difficult, it's tedious. Something as simple as black beans at the local grocery store, like that can be your source of protein. You can eat that all week long, right? So just helping them navigate that mindset that it's hard to do. Um, And like I said, where to purchase it, the uh, food deserts are a very big issue in Texas, specifically in Dallas, to be honest, in specific neighborhoods. So without having to drive to a Whole Foods or a central market or a health food store, how to really use the grocery store that you have to eat differently so that you have access to affordable, convenient, healthy foods. Mm -hmm. So helping them understand what resources they already have and maybe overlooking is really important. Awesome. Are you able to share any examples of any clients that have made some big transformations? Yes, absolutely. So my newest, um, I would say testimonial is one of my clients finally conceived. We're the same age. I'm 36. Um, We went to high school together. She reached out to me on Facebook, just asked me a few questions, became a client and started to follow the meal plans. And we also started to work on her hormones. Um, She had GI issues. So we really just started at the beginning, detoxing, cleansing, building up her nutrients. um, And she was able to finally conceive and carry, right? Because some women are able to conceive but aren't able to carry throughout the entire pregnancy and have a healthy pregnancy. So we're really, really excited that she's pregnant. She's almost halfway through her pregnancy and she's just ecstatic because she thought that it was a big possibility that that would not happen for her because she tried so many other things just outside of changing her diet. Um, And it was simple, right? So chili, black bean chili, um, chickpea salad, right? Like it does not have to be complicated, gourmet, chef-inspired meals. It's just a twist on meals that she was already cooking, already preparing, juices, smoothies. Um, So she's very, very excited. And as am I. And it's just... Every day is just like, I just can't believe that this is the work I do to be able to have this type of impact on my clients, but we're waiting a baby boy and we're very, very excited. Oh, that's super exciting. What a miracle for her that she's able to bring to life one of her biggest dreams and wishes and you were able to help her in that. Well, let's talk about another thing. And and you kind of started talking about this a little bit, but for your clients that struggle with implementing some of these changes socially when they're, you know, out with their friends and having family gatherings, what tips do you have for them? 
Yes, be prepared. Think ahead. If you're out with friends and you're going out to eat, take a look at the menu before you go to see if there is anything plant-based, plant-based friendly, vegan friendly on the menu. Or don't be afraid to give, if it's a restaurant, don't be afraid to give the restaurant a call. Let them know you're planning to visit. You have dietary restrictions. Is there anything that they can do to accommodate you? Most restaurants will at least have vegetables, right? Or a salad or a dressing that they can accommodate you with. Um, so be prepared. You don't want to show up and be surprised and then get there like there's nothing that I can eat because you're more tempted to eat what everybody else is eating if you're hungry. Um, so do your research in advance. And then if it's family, be sure that your family is aware of the path that you're on and your why. So they're supportive of you. Um, and I bring my own food. So if it's a family gathering, my family already knows Auntiana is coming with all of her own food because I don't want to inconvenience say my aunt who's not a vegan at all and now she's trying to understand well how do I what do I write no 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 it's 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 about socializing it's just about family time prepare what you're going to prepare I'm going to bring my own food so I'm always prepared wherever I go so that I'm not in a situation where I don't have what I need and it takes a little bit of work um, but it's absolutely worth it in the long run I love that. Those are great tips. What advice do you have for people that are wanting to keep their hormones in balance? Maybe they're not having any symptoms yet, but what are the things that they can do to kind of protect that balance? Yeah, that's a great question. The foundation of what you can do is make sure that you have healthy gut health and healthy GI health. Um, without a healthy microbiome, your hormones become confused. So if you're in a place where you want to be proactive, you don't have any symptoms, you just want to make sure you're healthy long term, be very mindful of your gut health, right? Taking healthy probiotics, trying not to eat late at night. Um, eating more whole foods and less processed foods. Those are just very easy, simple steps that you can take right now that will really, really impact you in the long run. The biggest of those being your probiotic. You want to be consistent with a high quality premium probiotic. And then what about for people that are already having symptoms? What's the first place they can start? Yeah, same, detoxing. Um, without a healthy microbiome, then anything that you add on top of that, it's difficult, right, for it to be, it to be effective. So you want to start with detoxing. So you want to take 21 to 30 days to clean up what you're eating, whole foods, plant-based options. You want to limit your fried foods, limit your processed foods, limit your heavy foods that keep you from eliminating um, so that what you're eating, meaning your food, can break down into nutrients, can provide you with what you need for healthy hormones. So it all goes back to not only what you're eating, but how you're processing it. So start by eating clean. Um, just start there. I like to say, give me 21 days. Give me three weeks of eating clean. Yeah, it's eat a whole bunch of whole plant foods, get those yep. cruciferous yep. veggies in, get that yes. fiber in, drink yes. your water. Leafy greens, <laughs> absolutely, leafy greens, drink your water. If you're not doing a green smoothie in the morning or a green juice in the morning, start there. Absolutely. Tell me about your use of herbs. Who are you suggesting or recommending herbs for and what kind of herbs? Hey, are you kind of curious about microgreens and including microgreens in your diet, but you're not sure where to start and you're not sure how to do it? 
I love my Hamama microgreen grower. It's so easy, it's so convenient. So this is how it works. Basically, they send you the kit and it has this little seed quilt, okay? And then you soak the seed quilt in the water and in a few days, you see your tiny little baby sprouts growing and a few days after that, you can start eating them and it's so fun. And you can tell them that you're eating them and they're really happy that you're eating them and your body's really happy that you're eating them. But here's the best part because I've told y'all before, I'm lazy. So I don't wanna have to use any mental energy that I don't need to. And they send you seed quilts every month. So you don't run out, you can change what seed quilts you want to try. So here's some examples of some of the seed quilts they have. Hearty broccoli, refreshing cabbage, energizing kale, spicy daikon radish, super salad mix. You can even get wheatgrass, you can get culinary cilantro, or even hot wasabi mustard. So there's lots to choose from. They have different flavors. They're so cute and they're health promoting. So you can get a good dose of antioxidants and it's really beautiful. I also use them for garnish when I'm making soups and salads and different bowls. You can impress your guests. But like I said, it's going to be low energy cost on your part and it's actually not that expensive either the other thing that i use from hamama is a green onion growing kit which is really cool because it can decrease your food waste so you buy the green onions and then the little part that has the root the white part at the bottom you stick it in these little holes and then you just put the water in there and it grows and then you can keep eating the same green onions you just go with your little scissors and you chop it off and you put it into your food so if you want to give it a try you've been curious about microgreens and different ways that you can grow your own food, check out Hamama. You can find it in my show notes for a link to get 15% off, or you can go to dryami.com forward slash shop so that you can find the link and get 15% off your first order. Happy growing. Do you love Veggie Doctor Radio, but you're sick of listening to ads? Join the Plantscription. The Plantscription is a monthly membership where you have access to ad-free episodes of Veggie Doctor Radio every week. But that's not all. You also have access to a monthly live Q&A with me and a monthly live book club. You also get access to writings and musings and free giveaways. It is such a great deal. Right now, it's only $5 a month to join the Planscription. If you want to join, go to planscription.substack.com or go to the show notes to follow the link. Join the Planscription today and join me in this plantastic community. Yes. So my favorite herb to suggest and recommend is going to be evening primrose oil, specifically for my women that have perimenopausal issues or menopausal symptoms. Evening primrose oil is going to help your body naturally regulate your hormone production and help your body naturally regulate using those those hormones, right? So before you go to a synthetic hormone or even a herbal um, plant-based hormone supplement, start with evening primrose oil. It is, I like to say, a lifesaver. I've seen it change so many women's lives. Um, Ashwagandha is also a great adaptogenic herb. If you have heavy workloads or high stress, that's absolutely going to impact your gut health and your hormones. So ashwagandha helps to go in and repair and rebalance as needed. And you can drink it in a tea. You can take it in an herbal supplement. It comes in a powder that you can just throw 
into a smoothie. It's very easy to get your hands on ashwagandha. It's pretty inexpensive. Um, so those would be my top two. Love that. And for evening primrose oil, how much do you just, how do you use that? Yes, evening primrose oil, I prefer it in a capsule form. And typically you would take a capsule in the morning and a capsule in the evening. Um, they come in different dosages, but you would take a capsule in the morning and the evening after you eat. So I take my prim evening primrose oil like clockwork. Well, this has been great. I want to ask a little bit more questions about you personally. What do you wish more people knew? I wish that more people knew that food was medicine. I think in America, because of our history with food, we are so targeted when it comes to advertisements and eating for convenience and eating because it tastes good and eating because it's our favorite snack. But we're not really educated that food can be and is medicinal. So I wish that more people knew that food has an impact on your health, not just negatively, but positively as well. And there's so much that you can change within your mental, your emotional, your physical, just by changing how you eat, starting right there. I love that. That's so beautiful. Do you have a morning routine? I do. I do have a morning routine. So I just had a little one. So I'm working to get back into my morning routine groove. <laughs> um, but my morning routine is to wake up. I make a cup of tea. Right now, it's just hot lemon water and honey because that's really cleansing for me. Um, and then I meditate. So I have a journal and I have a book that I meditate with every morning. I try to spend at least 30 to 45 minutes in meditation and then some type of movement, be it yoga, um, be it walking. Right now, I've just started lifting weights. So working out, that helps to boost my energy throughout the day. So for me, it's my mental, my physical, my spiritual in the morning. And then that helps me tackle whatever comes my way throughout the day. I love that. That's so beautiful. I didn't know you had a child. So how old and boy or girl? It's a boy. Ralphie will be 10 months. Oh my April goodness. Um, so it's a boy. It's a really big baby boy. <laughs> That's so awesome. It's a little hard, but yes, I have a son. So, you know, their sleep schedules all over the place in the beginning. So it just depends on when he wakes up. Um, but I try to sneak out of bed before him to get it done. Yeah, it's definitely way harder when they're younger, but those years fly by. Mine are almost 14 and 18 now. So you have a lot more free time when they're older because they want to hang out with their friends and they're busy with yeah. their stuff. So it's all, yeah. it's all phases in life, right? Different phases in life. Um, yeah. But I want to deviate for a second and ask, are you planning to raise, it's Ralphie, right? You said his name is Ralphie. Mm -hmm. So cute. Mm -hmm. Are you planning to raise him plant-based? What are your thoughts on that? Yes, Ralphie is currently plant-based. Um, I prepare all of his baby food. If he doesn't eat what I'm eating, then I puree him vegetables and fruits. Um, and I try to introduce him to everything just to see what works, what he likes, what he does not like. And so far, he's taken to everything, peas, guacamole, just at carrots, everything. But people ask me that question. And honestly, when he becomes 12, if he decides like, hey, mom, I want to try chicken, I'm not going to force him to be plant-based because then it won't be meaningful. He won't commit to it if it's something that he has to do. Um, I plan on homeschooling so that he can be educated and understand why we're plant-based. And if he makes that decision, which is my prayer, I'm so happy. If he does not, then I'll just help him navigate that lifestyle in a different way, making healthier choices. But if it's up to mommy, yes, absolutely plant-based. Yeah. And I've already seen a difference in his development with him being plant-based, to be mm -hmm. honest. Yeah, I think it's all about setting a foundation for our children and giving them information and providing them 
those initial habits and behaviors so that it, it does go into their brain. It does go into their subconscious. I think that for most of them, even if they do decide to go try out some different things and experiment and explore, they still have that very strong foundation that's been set. And I think that most of them eventually come back anyway, you know, especially if we don't force or make it feel like this militant sort of thing, then they know that it's always an option. They always have those tools in their tool bag if they choose to use them. So it's really cool. I agree. Well, Anna, this has been great. It's been great getting to know you. Before I ask you the final question, uh, if you could just tell us where listeners can connect with you and what products and services you offer. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at She's Ready for Wellness. S-H-E-S. She's ready for wellness. My website is readyforwellness.com. I have a wellness guide and cookbook, Ready for Wellness. It's available on my website as well. It helps women understanding what's going on with their body, what the root cause of it is, what to eat, and how to prepare it, right? So it's what's going on and a transitional guide as well. It combines them both. Um, I also have a plant-based herbal progesterone cream that's also available on my website for women that are in that menopausal space as well. So the best place to connect for all things ready for wellness would be the website. Awesome. And we'll put that in the show notes so that'll be available. And if you could just leave us with your number one tip for people that are ready to take charge of their health, where should they start? Yes, honestly, start by a great recipe database. If you're ready to transition and you want to eat differently, you have to know what to eat. And that's going to be a little different than you've probably eaten in the past. So you want to start with at least a good database of recipes so that you don't feel overwhelmed and stuck in that research phase. And you can move to that implementation phase of actually cooking and enjoying different foods. I love it. That's great advice. Definitely. In order to get results, you have to take action. In order to take action, you got to get out of the continuing to just look for more and more information. So that's fantastic. Anna Roden, it has been really great getting to know you. Thank you for everything that you do. And I'm so glad that you are down there in Texas, touching the lives of, of all the Texans there. So good work. And I hope that you have a very plantastic day. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, veggie lover, I hope that you loved today's episode. Will you take a second and do me a huge favor? Please subscribe to my podcast so that you never miss an episode. You're the reason I'm here and I want to share it all with you. Thank you for listening and have a plantastic day. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.